Kyora from your Every Nation Southside family here in Papatoitoi, Auckland. You are now listening to a podcast from our church service and we pray that you will be blessed by it. For more information, please visit our Facebook page or feel free to contact our church office. I love what we were singing up there before. Holy Spirit, come into this place. And the last song that we sang, Come to the Altar. In the, in the chorus and in the bridge, I really love that part. It says, Oh, what a Savior. Isn't he wonderful? And if it wasn't for Jesus, I personally would not be standing here myself. And so when you become a believer, you begin this personal relationship with him and with this Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a person. The Bible describes him as the spirit of truth, describes him as our helper, our healer, our comforter. And if you were here before when Pastor Michael spoke he did say that um, in, it's in John 15 and 16 that he is the spirit of truth. So what the Holy Spirit does is when you read the Bible and you read God's word, that is truth. And it will come alive to you. See, you can just pick up the Bible before you became a Christian and read it and it will mean nothing to you. The words don't mean it. It's just a normal book. But the moment you give your heart to Jesus, if you're a Christian sitting here today, when you open up that word, the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you because that's the truth and it's going to change your life. So we need to understand that as a Christian in this world, you are constantly being bombarded to live a life that is in opposition to the way the Holy Spirit wants us to live. And so you are under constant influence to love the world, constant influence to compromise your faith. And you can only survive, you can only overcome this through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I'm talking about this today. We need to all be walking by the Holy Spirit. The passage that I'll be focusing on today is Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, all the way through to 25. But I'm just going to read verse 16 and 17. But I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the, for the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit. And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. Let us pray. Father, I thank you so much for this morning. I thank you that your Holy Spirit is here right now with us. And Lord, we make room for you. We make room for you, Holy Spirit, to come. And speak to us this morning. Transform our hearts. We make room. We make room, Lord God. I pray that you would just come. Let your word come alive. Like what it says in your word. That you're the spirit of truth. I'm asking you, spirit of truth. Bring this word alive into our hearts. So that we will change and be the people you've called us to be. We make room for you this morning, Holy Spirit. Let every person here receive a portion from your word and never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to focus on that first line. It says, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So what do I mean by the flesh? When Paul was talking to the Galatians, Galatians, sorry, um, he was ex explaining to them that the flesh is not just their physical body. Okay, now I want everyone to just lift up their right hand and take your other hand and pinch yourself. <laughs> That's the flesh. But 
Paul is not just explaining your physical body. What he's also explaining is the patterns of sin or the principles of sin that try to rise up all the time through our body to make us live a life that is in opposition to the way God has destined us to live. That's what he's meaning. It is our own human effort expressed through a body that produces habits of sin. Everyone in this room, including myself, we are not perfect. We are all sinners. And so the flesh lives in contrary to the way the Spirit of God wants us to live. It is in total opposite. The flesh and the spirit are always going to be at war with each other. And we have a nature to sin. In verse 19, it says, let's explain what the flesh is. Here's the word of God. Not what I'm saying, what the word of God says. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Basically, the flesh means habits of sin in our life that will constantly rise up and cause us to live a life that is not pleasing to God. It is our sinful mindset, and consequently, without the input of God, the flesh will always, always win. Because having a sinful mindset will lead to wrong thinking. And wrong thinking will lead to wrong living. And wrong living will lead to wrong actions. Because that's just how our mind works. It's a sinful thing. But when someone comes into a relationship with Jesus, thank God for his cross. Because it is his cross that gives us the power to overcome this flesh. It is only through the Holy Spirit. And so the flesh equals sinful habits. But walking by the Spirit, now your habits are slowly going to start changing. Thank God for that. <laughs> and so, you know, the Greek word for walk by the Spirit is peripateo. And what that means is to follow behind or to, to imitate. It means to follow in the same tracks, follow in the same footsteps, to live, to behave in the same manner. That's what peripateo means and so Jesus wants us to walk in the same way that he did and ladies and gentlemen it is possible to do that only by his Holy Spirit and trust me it is hard right we have this nature to sin your your sinful nature is prone to cuss somebody when they cut you off on the motorway your that anger just rises up in you it's just in there somewhere in there all it takes is for somebody to rub you the wrong way and a word is going to come out and it is not i forgive you it is something else you know the flesh will just rise up even right now some of you are like yes i just had that on my way here to church you know what it's hard and sometimes to be very honest i feel like the holy spirit does this to me all the time i've been in many situations where i wanted to say things that i really mean and hurt that person but because i know that that is not right and i also know that that is not gonna honor god and i always feel like the holy spirit just goes mm. and it is so hard because that flesh is inside and it wants to win ladies and gentlemen you better be listening today because God is in the business of changing us. God is going to grow us and change us by the power of his Holy Spirit. And the thing is, is we must cooperate when he shows us in the word. We, he shows us and we must follow. 
He's going to lead us, and we have to obey. Because the sinful nature will respond impulsively without regard to what God and to what God says. And always remember this, the flesh and the spirit, they're always going to be at war with each other. That's why it's very, very important, ladies and gentlemen, that we are spending time getting to know God. And the way you get to know God is to spend time reading his word. Some believers, don't be, they don't see the importance of getting to know God or spending time with him. Because when you spend time with him, your mind will be renewed. Like I said before, wrong thinking leads to wrong living, which will lead to wrong actions. But when you read the word of God, when you spend time with God, his word is going to transform your mind. And so you start to hear his voice, the Holy Spirit's voice. And then he'll tell you, mm, you, don't need to, you don't need to add your last five cents to the argument. You just need to calm down. That's happened to me very many times. And when I, when I walk by the Spirit, I always see that God will take care of the situation because I've chosen to do it His way. Every time that I've done it the wrong way, it gets much worse, much, much worse. So you need to spend time with God because His Word is going to transform your mind. And the thing is, is you're going to start hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. I've mentioned this many times before. I preached on the beat last month, and I talked about spending time with God. Because when you spend time with him, you're going to hear his voice. And some of us here know more about the voice on TV, that singing competition program, and American Idol. You know more about that voice than you do the voice of the Lord. But here, as Christians, we need to be spending time with him so we can hear what the Spirit would want us to do. Is this speaking to anybody? Or no? Okay. <laughs> Whose voice are you listening to? Because the flesh will rise up and tell you, oh, I don't feel like going to work today. I'm going to call in sick and tell my boss that I'm not coming in. When you know that's a lie because you just don't feel like it. Feelings are not a good indication to know whether that's right or wrong. You need to dive back into the word. What is the right thing to do? What's the right thing to do? In Romans 8, it says, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh wants to do. So they will live according to the flesh and they According to the, but those who live according with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires and what He desires for us to do. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're all in a progress here. We're not perfect people, but we are in, God is doing something in us. And our habits will slowly change. Because it is impossible for you to come to God and stay the same. It's impossible. You, you will change when you spend time with God. Walking by the Spirit is only possible when we first yield to Him and make room for Him to come in and direct our life. Turn to someone and say, Amen. We can only do this when we walk in unhindered fellowship with the Holy Spirit through confession of sin. Sin is what's going to block us. I mentioned it before earlier, the patterns of the flesh. It's all written up there. In the word, when we fall into patterns of sin, God is faithful. He will forgive us and cleanse us from every kind of wrong. But the first point is coming in confession. Lord, forgive me with a true contrite heart. You know how, say for example, there's a group of women gossiping about their friend. And then their friend comes in and sees them. They're like, oh, and then they stop. They're not They go, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But they're not really sorry. They're just sorry that they got caught. 
And then as soon as they leave, oh my gosh, did you see what she was wearing? And they just keep on going and on going. And some of you are laughing, so, but you need to listen to this. <laughs> you need to listen to this. You're just sorry that you got caught, but when you come and confess your sin, understanding like, man, Lord, I'm sorry that, I'm sorry for this because it's a sin, it's a sin pattern and I have a problem here. I'm asking you to please forgive me, confession, please forgive me and help me, change me. Spirit of God is going to start talking to you. He's going to start helping you. Because he doesn't want you to keep struggling with those things. He doesn't want the flesh to rule your life. Because the flesh will keep you from receiving the highest dreams that God has for you. It will stop you from walking in the highest blessing that God has for you. If you allow it to win. It's your choice. You got to put it to death. Put that flesh to death. Walking by the Spirit includes... Being totally dependent on the Lord and reading his word. We must be guided by him. We must listen to his word. We must discern his will and follow his guidance. To walk by the spirit means to depend on him consciously for every single thing that we do. We depend on him to resist temptation. We depend on him to help, to help us walk through those dark times and to say no when you're getting tempted. How many of you know if you're married here and you're tempted to leave your spouse... The enemy comes in to try and kill, steal, and destroy you. But the Holy Spirit comes in to help us resist temptation, to say no to those things so that we stay faithful. We rely on him for every single thing. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, it's very important that we're spending time in the word because it's going to keep renewing our minds. And here's the thing about the flesh is I've got a white line and a black line. The black line represents your flesh the white line represents the spirit of God every time you do not spend time with God you are feeding your flesh you spend more time watching tv and, and playing video games and watching all these things and then by the time it's time to spend time with God you're like oh, I'm just gonna read like five minutes and then oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sleep I'm so tired <laughs> you know but no you gotta spend time with me you gotta feed that spirit so that it will conquer the desires of the flesh does that make sense amen you got to put that time into it, and whatever you're feeding is going to win. Whatever you're feeding is going to win. If you're wondering why you can never get over your anger and stuff like that, maybe it's because you're not spending time. you got to spend time with God so he can change you and transform you. The other thing about uh, being walking in the spirit is that we need to be led by the spirit in galatians chapter 5 verse 18 it says if you are led by the spirit you're not under the law so here's the thing a person who is led by the spirit will will obey god freely so when jesus came to set us free he came to set us free from the power of sin that keeps us enslaved to those same patterns of sin so that we can do what's right freely not so, that we have, not so that we have to do what's right. Oh, I have to stop doing this. I have to stop. I have to keep going to church. I have to stop clubbing. I have to. No, no, no. It's not that. When you're led by the Spirit, the way God has done it is His power has set us free to obey Him without being chained and without having those same appetites to keep sinning. And the word led by the Spirit actually means willingly, willfully led. You'll yield. And the battle is always lost to the flesh the moment we choose not 
to be willingly led by Jesus in his word. The flesh wants you to listen to your feelings. I just don't feel like it today. I don't feel like going. I don't like my team leader. I don't like my boss. I'm not just going to go. Don't, if you, your feelings are not going to do anything for you. The Holy Spirit leads us to do the moral will of God. He leads us to do the right thing. And the thing about the Holy Spirit is when you spend time with God, he's going to show you. He, sh he will show you because he's in the business of changing and transforming you because there are many people like you that are looking for hope and you're the answer. The Holy Spirit motivates us to do what's right and provides the power for us to obey God. You know, when Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness, he was led there by the Holy Spirit to get tempted. And he stayed there for 40 days as he was fasting. When he came out of the wilderness, he was filled with power. It's called dunamis, power. And that same power is available to you and me today to live freely in this, on this earth. To go against the world system. To go against the way the world is telling us on how we should live. Because the word of God is the highest standard in how we should live. And the Holy Spirit's power comes in us to enable us to do that and to obey God. Here's the other thing. <clears throat> fruit. I mentioned it before. Galatians 5.23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's a lot of really nice things. But it is very hard to do that. But like I said before, an apple tree doesn't have to try to bear apples. It doesn't like, I have to bear apples today. It will just naturally do that. So for us as a believer, spending time with God, it's going to naturally come out. You will naturally develop patience. I don't know about you, but man, my patience level, I have to, I always like, Lord, make me more like you. And so what God will do is he'll put me in the motorway and there's traffic. And then all of a sudden I'm getting a headache because I'm like, oh, and then God will remind me, hey, you asked for patience. Well, get, just learn to be patient right now. Maybe if you left a little earlier, you wouldn't be so angry. Okay, sorry, Lord. Okay, I get it. I get it. See, your flesh is prone to do things that you don't want to do or to live in opposition to the way God wants it to live. Um, I'll give you an example. I remember getting a phone call from somebody. Um, yeah, I, I remember getting a phone call from someone, and they started blaming me on the phone for something that I didn't do. So instead of, like, asking questions or hearing my side, they just automatically ranted off and started um, blaming me on the phone. And their, their tone of voice was not really lovely. And so as they was doing that, inside me, I was getting mad. I was getting angry. And I just remember I was like, man, I don't even want to see this person anymore. And so after the whole situation calmed down and sorted it out, I just remember after that, I never wanted to see this person. Never wanted to look at them, never wanted to hear them, never wanted to see them, unfriend them on Facebook. But you know what? When, when I spend time with God, God will tell me to pray for them. Because the fruit of the Spirit is love. And I was, love your enemies. Love my enemies? I want, what do you mean love my enemies? But... That's the fruit of the Spirit. And I watch all the time when I do it God's way, when I walk by the Spirit and I abide and I just yield. God always changes the situation. I'm always shocked. Always. And you know what it's doing? It's changing me. And that's what God wants. He's in the business of changing us. Because the fruit of the Spirit is your character. 
you got to have some character if you're walking as a Christian. People got to see that you're the real deal. If they see you, oh, here you are, hallelujah, Holy Spirit come, and drinking every Friday, I don't think they're going to want to come to church when they see that your life is reflecting the flesh and not the Holy Spirit. And I'm not trying to say that we are... I'm not trying to say I'm perfect because I'm not perfect. You can ask my sisters, Tyler, Cicela, Lucy. You can ask them, Peppa, I am not perfect. They're the first people that see my, my down, downfalls. You know, they see it. But every time we should be asking God, Lord, change me. Change me. Help me. The fruit of the Spirit is love. It's hard to love your enemies, but you can do it when you walk in the Spirit, by the Spirit of God. And God will always, always vindicate you and help you. You know, when I was preparing this word, I was laughing because I look up at the <clears throat> fruit of the Spirit, and in there it says gentleness, kindness, and patience. And most of you know that I work with Leonard on campus. And if you put the two of us together and you get to know us, you will quickly find out who is more gentle and more patient. I am a lot more, it's very hard for me, but when you see the two of us working together, you'll find out, man, she's got to learn to be a little bit more gentle and a little bit more patient. But see, Leonard, he has that. He's very kind, very gentle. And I remember there was a situation that happened on campus, and I was mad. I was so angry angry. And I knew I had to bring this information to Leo so that we could sort out the situation. So you know how, I don't know about you, but sometimes you rehearse the argument in your mind and you're like, man, okay, when I tell Leo we're going to sort this out and we're going to fix this thing and we're going to tell this person, because I was so mad involving our students. And so I was getting ready. I was like, bro, I need to see you. I need to see you right now. So okay, here I'm on this side of the, ca the cafe. So I went all the way. <coughs> it's like, bro, this is what happened. Da, 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 da. explain to him I was so mad then it's just listening to me mm, mm. yeah we need to pray for this person pray for who what <laughs> excuse me did you just hear what I said you know how you love Bruce Lee right now would be the perfect time for you to Bruce Lee this situation I was like Leonard don't you understand but honestly he he's walking in the spirit he's like Listen, he's listening to me because I'm the one in the flesh, getting all dramatic, getting all angry, throwing, shooting guns everywhere. You don't understand. We need to sort this person out. Da, 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 da. And <laughs> he just sat there and he's just like, mm, mm. you know, we need to pray for them, Fee. The reason why I'm telling, and I know you're laughing, but you people have done it too. Come on. And right there, and I'm still mad because I'm like, come on, we're supposed to be team, team anger right now. Come on. <laughs> but you know, no, the fruit of the Spirit is kindness. I don't want to be kind to this person right now, Leo. You got to hear what I'm trying to say to you. No, V, just got to pray for this person. <sighs> okay. And then I go spend time with God, and God will tell me to pray. So I do, I, I yield with everything in me, just wants to say something else, but I yield, yield. Okay, God, help me, help me. And long story short, the situation, God fought our battles. I can't even begin to explain how God fought our battles. See, there's something that happens when we do it God's way. It will always, always work out for your good. When you walk by the Spirit, there's a reason why God has boundaries for us. It's for our protection. He puts it there for your protection because he knows the best way to bring blessings and happiness and joy in your life. But you've got to stay within the boundaries. It's hard, but it brings the best that you could ever want.
fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, self-control. Self-control. The enemy is going to tempt us all the time to live in opposition to the way God wants us to live. It's everywhere. You watch it on TV. It comes up in conversations at work. You see it when you're driving on the billboard. There's just so many things that are throwing, throwing things at us to try and live in opposition. But when you spend time with God, he's going to start changing us. Amen? It is possible. We just need to have this relationship with him. Because he desires to bring you into the fullness of what he has for you. Galatians chapter 5 verse 24. <clears throat> we must crucify the passions and desires of our sinful nature. Those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. Those who walk by the spirit are victorious. You know, God has called us to be victorious. God doesn't want us to keep struggling with the same things all the time. And his power enables us to do that. But walking by the spirit, like I said, you got to cooperate. you got to put that thing to death. Sometimes, you know, the best way that I've found that has helped me is to fast. Oh, I didn't hear any amen about that. <laughs> no, I, I really found that. I was like, every time I said, Lord, I, because when you fast, you are taking your eyes off earthly things and you're focusing now on heavenly things. And I, when you deny your flesh, when you kill your flesh, say, God, I'm going to kill this thing because I want you to be victorious in my life. So I would fast and I would just deny and not eat food. And I would watch God automatically change my situations. And I would watch him transform me. And so I want to encourage you, church, we as Christians, if we just practice these things, you will see changes in your life. We've got to kill the flesh. We've got to put to death the things that are here on earth that try to control us. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 and 8. Here's the other thing. You see, God will not be mocked. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that sinful nature he will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. And here's the thing. See, God will not be mocked. You can mock a lot of people. You can mock coming to church and pretending that everything is okay, but you will never, ever mock God. Because whatever you sow in the flesh, you will reap destruction. If you sow it in the flesh, if you have sex outside of marriage, you're sowing in the flesh, you'll reap the consequences, breaking up your family. You'll reap the repercussions for that. If you sow into the flesh, you will reap destruction. If you sow in the spirit and you do things God's way, the promise is you will reap eternal life, not just in heaven, but here on earth as well. You'll see it in your family. You'll see God do transformation in your life. You'll see it in your workplace. But you've got to sow it in the spirit. You've got to pray for your boss. If your boss is giving you a hard time and you hate your boss and all you have to say is bad things about your boss, you need to know, now I'm going to sow in the spirit. God, I pray for him. God, I ask you to help him. God, I pray that you bless his family. There's something that happens when we do things God's way. He does it for us. And not just that, but he's changing you. So now when people look at your life, they can see the glory of God. You've got 
got to put to death the things that try to stop you from walking in the way that God has for you. Everyone here has got a great destiny, but some of us are too lazy, too lazy to pick up our Bible, too lazy to be faithful to serve. Be faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit. If you are faithful with the little things, God is going to give you much. But you can't expect to be on this great stage or whatever if you haven't been faithful with the little things that God is putting in your hands. You want to be a billionaire? You better be faithful with the small little the money, little pockets of money that he gives. You've got to be faithful right now. You've got to sow it in the Spirit. You've got to tithe. You've got to do things the way that God has set it up because he knows the pathway to help you get to the place that you've been craving and praying and praying and dreaming for. Does that make sense? You've got to do it God's way. And that's what it means by walking in the Spirit. It's choosing to hold your tongue when you know you're right, but this argument is going nowhere. And you adding your pride into it is not going to help the situation. But when you just bite your tongue, fruit of the Spirit, and pray, God will open the door. God will always do it because it's always supernatural. It's never in the natural. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? We've got to take hold of the Word of God. Walking by the Spirit is having a relationship with the Spirit. Please, man, let's not do church. Church is just coming in here, sitting, pretending, and leaving. But walking by the Spirit is your life is truly reflecting the fruit. G people can see it in your life. You're not going to be perfect. I'm not perfect. But God is developing you, changing you. And it all happens when you're just spending your time with Him at home. Amen? Can I please have um, the keys? I'm going to slowly wrap up here. The walk of the Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, is a step-by-step -step process. Step-by-step. -step. As the Spirit leads, we must follow. And God will always do things that's for your good. Everything that happens is for your good, even though the things that you may not understand. But ladies and gentlemen, it is possible. It is possible to overcome the flesh. It is possible. It's possible to not struggle with the same patterns, the same sin patterns. It's possible. If you've got an addiction, God is able to set you free. It's possible only by the Holy Spirit. I would just like if we could just all close our eyes right now. Just take a moment to ask the Holy Spirit just to search your heart. Maybe you need to leave from this place and just really do business with Him. Going home and asking Him to help you, to change you, to transform you. Maybe you need to forgive some people. Maybe you need to love your enemies. Maybe you need to be more patient. I don't know, but the Holy Spirit is already showing you what you need to do. And I just wanted to pray that this series is not just another series, but that this is a word that God is taking into your heart to help you, to transform you so that you would reflect Him.